Hi guys, good morning. Good afternoon, happy holidays. What's the month? January, so the next holiday is Valentine's Day. Ooh, Valentine's Day is not it. A little overdone, a little hallmarky. I'm just gonna give you a hot tip really quick. If he only gives you flowers, orgasms, and chocolate on Valentine's Day, he is not it. Let's trade him out for someone else or just be by ourselves, right? Um, but anyway, why is January so long? I was talking with my friends about it the other day. It's like literally insane. It is the 26th. Today is actually my boyfriend and I's anniversary. We count every single month. Well, not we. I count every month because I'm obnoxious like that. But anyway, I feel like January is so long because the first couple of days, everyone's in like a, um, like a phase, not a phase, uh, like, uh, what is that called? Anyway, everyone's just like, what day is it? Don't know if I should start my year yet. And then you have like the long days because it's freaking cold. There's no more holidays to like look excited for. Um, and then Martin Luther King day. So, you know, a lot of people have off that weekend. It just turns really long. Like today's only the 26th and it's, I'm like, what is going on? Anyway, um, hope everyone is having a phenomenal week. I'll be honest. I've been reading these emails and there are like <laughs> close to, there's hundreds and hundreds of emails that you guys have written in. And I've tried to read through them, filter them, kind of get down my thoughts, like clump some of the same ones together. Um, some of them are honestly concerning. Like people are writing in telling me like felonies that they've committed. I think it's a felony. It's illegal. Some of the things that they are doing. Um, but nonetheless, they're very interesting. A lot of good questions. Um, so today's episode, we're going to get into a lot of those. Just FYI, I don't think I said that yet. Um, I have had a few requests like, Hey, you know, like how you do the question boxes on on Instagram and you do the heart to heart, like, can you bring that to the podcast and just go a little bit deeper into those? So yes, hundred percent. Can't wait to share. Um, but I also had a large amount of people, I guess, suggest request, whatever it is, um, that I start off the episode, like updating y'all on my life in the last week, because I had this girl right in. She's like, Yo, bitch, I cannot keep up with your freaking backup account, regular account, pop, like, I don't even know where to fuck, like, you're everywhere, and I can't, I need, like, a daily update of what's going on in your life, but I'm, like, a little frazzled, so, and I, I don't know if she said I'm frazzled or she's frazzled, it's probably a mixture of the both, so yes, like, 100%, um, can update everyone, what's an update, um, got my Instagram back, if you didn't, realize that that was a, um, a lovely thing to go through. And I just want to say one thing about this. Okay. And then we're going to stop talking about it until I get disabled again for God knows, God knows what. I just need to ask someone at Instagram, how the motherfuck can I get disabled for standing up for getting an unsolicited dick pic, but literally you can have in your bio naked, you know, your, your profile is naked pictures of yourself. And then your bio literally says like, click to see my pussy, like disgusting word. Yes. And then you click that link and it's literally a link to their OnlyFans or a link to their porn hub. Like, trust me, I have clicked it and I have gone there and now I have viruses all over my phone. But like, how is that allowed? <laughs> like, do you know, fun fact, 
If anyone has ever been, I think I've said this before, but if anyone has ever been on Revolve, uh, the shopping site, there is a brand called Boys Lie. Okay, it's literally, that's the name of the brand. You can, and I bought a sweatshirt from them. They're very overpriced, not even that comfortable of sweatshirts, but I just had to have it because it said Boys Lie in big font. I put that on my Instagram, like a picture of me in that, and I got immediately flagged for hate speech. You cannot say boys lie. Or for example, you can also not say men are trash. However, you can say women suck or bitches suck, or you can say things like that. But literally Instagram, the app, the whatever they have for their filtering, it catches if you say boys lie, boom, immediately taken down. Like my picture was taken down and I got a community standards, guidelines, whatever warning for hate speech. I appalled, uh, um, not appeal. Yeah. Appealed it. Like said, no, you need to look into this. And they said, sorry, this goes against our community guidelines for hate speech. And I literally went on all these blogs and like went down a rabbit hole and literally you cannot say, um, you cannot like generalize a gender and say that blank or blank. However, you can say, if someone wants to try it, you can, women suck, but you can't say boys lie or men are trash. How wild is that? Like that, that to me is just something <laughs> that really doesn't make sense. But anyway, um, so to update on my life, um, my house is coming along. I was up there yesterday with my friends, Amanda and Jen, we were talking about some furniture. We're, t- we're trying to figure out, um, where I'm going to have like my, you know, podcast studio, <laughs> just kidding. But, um, I've said this also before on the podcast, I have to sit and like be surrounded by like softness be- until I you know, maybe one day get an actual studio. But if I sit at like my dining room table, the walls are like really hard, obviously because they're fucking walls. Um, but the noise, you can hear everything much more if you're in a hard room like that. So like right now I'm sitting in my bed, like surrounded by pillows and stuff. I know that the sound quality isn't like hundo percent, but anyway, so I'm trying to figure out in my new house, like where I'm going to do that. I do not have a closing date. Um, my builder sucks ass. I'm not going to lie. He has messed up so many things they have just, and I know that this is like a great problem to have. I'm truly not complaining. It's just frustrating. Um, but you know, they've pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. I was actually, if you're new here, I was supposed to be in this house in, um, the fall, like last fall. And then I was supposed to be in it in November. Then I was supposed to be in it December 30th. And now, um, I have no idea. Um, hoping for some time in February. That is the goal. That would be nice. It's just kind of important for me because I'm going to be selling the current townhome that I'm in. So, you know, wanted to do it somewhere around the same time. But anyway, that's exciting. Um, What else? I am going to Cabo uh, in the first week of February for a new skin trip. It's like one of their success trips that I earned. I'm so, so excited about that. We're staying at the Nobu hotel, which is so godly expensive, like something that I would never pay for myself, but that'll be lovely. It's like a little bit of a work trip as well as a leisure trip. And then I'm going straight from there to Vail with my boyfriend's family. So 
going to be some interesting content on the gram, but very, very excited for that. Um, and then hopefully I'll come back and I will be able to close on my house. So that'll be exciting. But other than that, you know, just sitting around drinking, playing spinners uh, with my boyfriend. If you guys do not have the game spinners, it's like a dominoes game. I highly, highly recommend. It's a uh, if you're a competitive person like me, I get real riled up and then I get real riled up when I win, but highly, highly recommend it. Also just highly recommend playing games with your significant other in general. There's something about just like whooping ass at, at a game that gives you just a leg up um, that is really important in a relationship. Like there should always be, you know, someone who's better at, I'm just kidding, but um, highly recommend uh playing games that you're very good at and then games that you're not good at, just say that the games suck so that you never have to play them. Hot tip. Also, if you can hear that licking, um, that is Henry currently licking the earwax out of Moose's ears. It's uh, adorable and fucking disgusting at the same time. Anyway, I also got some Botox and um, some lip filler in my lips this week, which was amazing. And I learned an interesting fact, okay? It's actually like a medical mystery, but did you know that the left side of your body is way more sensitive than the right? However, me, of course, being a fucking weirdo, um, the right side of my body is way more sensitive than my left. Like uh, Rabia, my injector, she was like, this is so wild. Like literally 99.9% .9 of people, their left side of their body is more sensitive than their right. But not me, of course. Also, if anybody tells you that lip filler does not hurt, they are lying to you. I have a whole highlight on it. It is the worst pain in the entire world. Like think of your lips, how sensitive they are. Like if you ever have a pimple, like right on your lip, you know how sensitive that is? Well, just imagine like a needle going into your lips. It is so uncomfortable. I don't care if you have a dental block. I don't care if your entire face is numb, which is what she did to me. It does not work. Like it hurts so bad. Also, if you've ever had a uh, filler dissolved, it literally feels like fire ants in your face. Highly, highly do not recommend. However, um, you should really do it if you need to do it because when filler can like migrate and everything. Anyway, different topic, but just wanted to say um, it, it's a medical mystery why the left side, but of course for me, it's my right side. So that's amazing. Also the other night, uh, Troy and I watched Willy Wonka. If you guys really know me, you know that I'm obsessed with assembly lines. That's why Panera was my all-time favorite job in the entire world. Like the, uh, the assembly lines just blow my mind. Watch Willy Wonka. There are so many assembly lines and like different things that you can't, oh my gosh, it just literally gets me high. I'm like, oh, this is so fun. I really, I'm trying to like think of some, <laughs> I was asking Troy, I was like, what is a side hustle that I can pick up that is an assembly line. He's like, you, and dead ass, he was like, I mean, you could go work at McDonald's. Like, that's a great assembly line. Oh, Moose, don't lick your balls, please. Um, and so I'm thinking about it, honestly. Um, I would love to be in an assembly line. Chick-fil-A also, my neighbor, Allie, hey gal, she works at Chick-fil-A. She's like the second in line to the operator, the owner, whatever. 
She tells me all the time about their assembly lines. It's just fascinating. When COVID hit and they had to close down the restaurant portion, um, they had to like change up the assembly line and how everything was going because it was just the drive-through. And whew, man, it's just so interesting to me. Okay, so enough about me. I've also had a lot of requests to make my podcast longer, which is shocking to me. I would think that people would be like, okay, bitch, like get to the point. But I can't tell you how many people are like, yes, you have severe ADD, you talk in circles, you you sometimes land the plane, sometimes don't, um, and finish your thoughts. But please just like make them longer and keep talking, which is very hard for me to wrap my head around because I annoy myself. So I uh, would imagine that I annoy all of you, but um, I'm glad to know that some of you I don't annoy. Anyway, all right, I'm going to read some of these emails and then give my thoughts, okay? So this one, she titled it Dating Advice. Original. <laughs> hey Gretchen, would love your advice on dating. I am act. I am actively on Bumble. I promised myself I would go on at least 10 dates this year. I love that. You know, increase the dates, increase my odds of finding my man. However, the more dates I go on, the more I find men don't really ask questions. I am curious on your thoughts if that's just a difference in how men communicate versus women or if these are just the wrong men. I leave these dates feeling like I know all about them, but they probably couldn't even tell you more than a few sentences about myself. I offer up information, but it's rarely asked. Like, What's your family like? Or do you enjoy your job? I just find the men talking all about themselves. Ew. And I ask questions along the way because I'm trying to get to know them. But when I add in something about myself or a relevant story, they listen and then write back to them. I am so used to a back and forth with my friends. I'm just unsure if I'm expecting a level of communication that comes with a few dates. I've had people tell me that first dates can't always be an indicator Sometimes second or third dates are better because people are more relaxed and less nervous, blah, blah, blah. However, I feel like if I didn't feel a connection to you on the first date, should I really go on a second? What are your green flags or maybe things to look for? Am I expecting too much out of a first date? I just feel like I've had so many horrible dates, like a guy calling me in advance to ask if he could wear his Spider-Man shoes. Oh my God. Or one guy sang show tunes and impersonated his grandmother for like three whole minutes. Wow. I just wonder if I'm finding it harder to recognize the good ones at this point, that maybe I should say yes to a second date, even if the first date was just okay. I don't want to get caught up in thinking a first date should be sunshine and rainbows, but I would like to leave with a smile and giddy feeling. Hope this all makes sense. I'm sure the answer is very subjective based on experience and I'm but I'm interested in your thoughts. Thank you for the gift of this podcast. I will leave out her name. Okay. Um, first off, and I actually emailed her back because I had um, another email that was very, very similar to this, but I decided to read this one. So um, first off, the Spider-Man shoes, that is so odd. However, what, when I think of that, like there is a girl out there for that dude who would love that. Like dating is all about finding your person, right? Like this spite, like there is a Spider-Man loving woman who, if she received that phone call would then call her best friends and be like, oh my gosh, I'm about to go on a date with my future husband. I know it. Right. So that doesn't make that person bad. 
However, it's not your person if you're saying, what the fuck, the, the guy asked if he could wear Spider-Man shoes, right? It's, so I just want to say that first. Like when you are dating, there is nothing wrong with what you want. If you want someone who wears Spider-Man shoes, then wait until you find a guy who wears Spider-Man shoes. You know what I mean? Like everyone is so caught up in, am I asking for too much? Blah, blah, blah. No, no, you never are. Unless, you know, you want someone, well, no, I was going to say, unless you want someone to give you a million dollars on the first date, hey, there are guys in my DM offering up like $300. So I'm sure we could up that a little bit, but you know what I mean? Like whatever you want is what you want. Never feel guilty for that. It is out there. I promise you. Okay. But first do love that you are putting yourself out there. Like saying, Hey, I'm going to go on 10 dates. I have lots of friends, um, who not lots of friends, but talk to a lot of people who are like, oh, like I want to find someone. I want a boyfriend, whatever. I feel like I'm not, um, I'm never going to find someone. Well, when's the last time that you went on a date? I was like that for a little bit. I didn't go on a date for like six months. And I was like, huh, I wonder why I'm single. Weird. Like you got to put yourself out there. So I love that. Um, as far as the first date. Okay. I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh, like it, you know, give someone a second chance. Like you never know. Um, someone might've been nervous on a date. Yes. hundred percent get that. However, my opinion is that everyone is, if they're a, if they're actually looking for a relationship, everyone is on their best behavior on a first date. So if this person's best behavior is not asking you questions, doesn't seem interested in you, then in my opinion, I would never go on a second date with them because they're just showing you very obviously that they are not interested in you. What the fuck is the point going on a date with someone if you're not trying to learn about them? Like, what is this guy's motive then? Does he just want to dip his dick in you? Or is he just like a shitty person and never ask people questions? You know what I mean? Like, what, what is the point of him being there? So to me, from the outside, if I was going on a date with someone and they didn't ask a lot of questions, it doesn't matter if it was one person or if it's seven people, like the people just aren't interested in you. That's, that's kind of how I would look at it. Um, also a very gut feeling sort of person, right? So like how you said, I want to leave these dates feeling good and giddy 1000%. And if you don't leave a date feeling better about yourself, excited, you know, you don't need to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to marry this guy. But you do need to feel like, wow, definitely had some sort of connection. This guy, like, I feel good about myself leaving this date. The last shithole that you want to get into with someone is, you know, starting off that you don't feel good enough for that person. If I was sitting across from someone and they weren't asking me questions back as I asked them to him. Like, no, I actually went on a date with this guy. His name was Dave. I swear to God, he was fucking terrible. And all that he did the entire date was show me um, videos of him bench pressing in like one of those nasty ass tank tops that men wear to the gym. And I was like, wow, this is so interesting. Like, like that, like being a dick. And he's like, I know, like, look, like this is when I bench pressed 300 pounds, bro. Like, yeah, you want to see me leg press next? I was like, what the fuck am I doing? So totally get that. Um, 
But go with your gut. Like when Troy and I were actually talking about this the other day, but when he was texting me before we even went on the first date, there was like a little bit of back and forth, you know, I knew like just by how we were communicating with each other that I would at least like him. You know what I mean? There was so much respect. There was so much like care in where we were going to go and what day were, you know what I mean? Like there was just, anyway, it was, it's kind of hard to explain, but it was a gut feeling. And then obviously once we went out, it was like immediate. But if that first date wasn't like, wow, this person, you know what I mean? I already said that, but anyway, just want to say what you're looking for, like is very normal. Like you want to go out with someone who asks you questions back. That is like, of course, I don't think there is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing that you're doing wrong on dates. I think that the people that you're getting connected with aren't your people. And what does that say? Rejection is redirection. Like, thank God. Like if I went on a date with someone and they sucked, I'd be like, cool, cross you off my motherfucking list delete your number. Like you're not a bad person. I'm not a bad person, but you're not my person. It's totally fine. You go find someone who loves fucking Spider-Man. That ain't me, you know? So keep going on the dates. You will find your person. I promise. Do not settle. Do not get into this fucking thought that you have to be with someone. You have to be with someone. You have to be with someone. You do not. You are perfectly fine by yourself. I promise. Guys, this next one makes my motherfucking blood boil. Okay. I was reading it in the shower. Um, also just fun fact, uh, if I'm responding to your DM, there's an 80% chance that I'm in the shower. I was actually sending a voice note, um, to someone at corporate, uh, at new skin the other day. And they were like, is that, is that water running in the background? I was like, Oh no, uh, no, 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 no. But, um, my team knows that I send a lot of voice notes in the shower. I respond to a lot of DMS in the shower. I don't know. There's something about it that like clears, clears my head. Anyway, I was reading this one and I was pissed. Okay. And I'm just going to paraphrase it because it's a long email. Going to be honest, gal, full of excuses, um, for this tiny weenie dick man. Okay. And she was pretty much asking my advice, like dump or not, right. We're going to dump this motherfucker. And here's why she, so to paraphrase, she'd been on two dates with this guy, but they had been talking a lot back and forth. And he was very, um, she, she started to feel like he was being a little bit like egotistical. He is very smart, has his PhD. So, you know, trying to like put that big dick on the table when he probably has a micro penis, like, let's just be honest. So they were on their second date. They were having margaritas. Good choice. Um, and so they had had a couple and there, she had said that there wasn't a lot of like joking back and forth. That's not really her, um, her personality is not like that kind of banter. She made sure that that was clear. So she had been talking about how she had hurt her ankle and how she hadn't been to the gym in like four weeks and under his breath, he like giggled kind of like a fucking loser and was like, haha, like maybe that's why you're still single. Get in the gym. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be quiet right now as we plan how to kill this motherfucker. Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) 
Maybe your shithole personality attached to a micro penis is why you're single. You fucking fuck. Are you? Oh my God. Anyway, so I just took a deep breath and I calmly wrote back, dump, period, hundo percent. Like men, I'm just going to give you a little PSA for the two men who listen to this podcast. Actually, the only two men are uh, my boyfriend and my dad. So hello, this is advice that's not for you. But do not ever fucking let shit like that come out of your mouth, okay? I don't really have much else to say other than, um, yes, we dump anyone who makes any sort of comment about our weight or what uh, we look like. She also had mentioned that she was um, insecure about going on dates anyway because she was feeling a little bit um, overweight. She had hurt her ankle, hasn't been able to work. And that just makes me so motherfucking mad. If any, if I knew anyone, any of the women in this community that we have were settling for a fucking comment like that on a second date with someone who's like, not joking, like even in a joking term, absolutely not. Second, you don't fucking know me. Like that makes me so mad. And I just, um, pray to God that nobody thinks that they deserve to have any sort of comment be made about their appearance like that. Like that is so bad. Anyway, so yes, we dump this motherfucker and we move on. Goodbye. Okay, next one. And I'm going to read this one. I'm not going to paraphrase it, but I will say that I had probably six or seven women saying something very, very similar. Okay. So, hey G, I love you and this might sound weird because I do not know you personally, but I've been following you since you had about 5,000 followers. Watching you date a loser, thank you. We all didn't know he was a loser at the time, so don't feel bad. I don't, thank you. Go through that breakup and how you were so badass through it. Then be single and stand your ground that you don't deserve less than perfection. Now having what seems like the healthiest, most perfect relationship ever. I am inspired. I have been dating my boyfriend for three years. I don't know if he's it and can assume this is now when you'll yell at me, but he's so awesome and smart and treats me so well. I just feel like there isn't that head over heels feeling. There was a little bit in the beginning, but I think we've stayed together so long because it's easy and we have fun together. He's been hinting at engagement and I'm just dot, 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 very indifferent about it. I don't know. I just feel like there's more out there. Thoughts? I love you. Okay. So, um, I remember actually having a friend. Hold on. I need a sip of something. Mm, that Bailey's just goes down so smooth. Anyway, I remember having a friend who was in a relationship like this. And she said to me once, well, at least he doesn't cheat on me. Like I'd take boring you know, and just average over being cheated on. Like, no, 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 no. There's a difference between, you know, settling and thinking that the grass is greener. Like we've got to really maybe look into that. Like, are you just thinking that the grass is greener somewhere else? Like the grass is greener where you water it? Or do you think that you are settling, right? Like, I think I need a little bit more information about, your thoughts on this guy. And if you don't, my whole synopsis of this, I don't know if that's the right fucking word. If you don't think that it's it and he's it, then he's not. There's no reason to like dingle dairy around that and th- dingle dairy 
and make excuses because there's so many like mediocre things in life. Isn't this a quote? I'm pretty sure I put it on my Facebook in like fucking 2005. Like there's a lot of mediocre things in life. Like love can't be one of them, but it's fucking true. Like, so let's be honest here. You could obviously easily get engaged to this person, get married to them, right? And, and live a good life. Like he treats you well. You said that you guys have fun together. Um, but this is the sort of situation where, in my opinion, you would cheat on him, get divorced from him, not be happy. Um, and it would kind of be a shit show. So I think that every single person deserves a love that knocks your socks off. Like, no, it's not going to always be sunshine and rainbows and butterflies. Like there's going to be hard shit to go through. Like relationships, especially with one person, like think about that. You are deciding to spend the rest of your life with one person. Like you're going to disagree. There's going to be arguments. It's not going to always be fun. It's going to be challenging. Yes. But at the core center of that relationship, it has to be quote it. Like that has to be your person. Think of all the struggles in life that you go through. If you don't have, what's Marin Morris's song, The Bones? Like if the bones are good, the house cannot crumble. Is that the lyric? Like there's so much shit in the world. Your, your person that you are deciding to spend every single moment with, every single life event with that one person, why the fuck would we settle for someone who's just good enough? right? No. That is why I feel like so many people cheat on each other. And the divorce is what, 50 fucking percent? Like just, you don't. And I think that, you know, there's so many reasons for that, right? There's so much fucking pressure from people to get married and to have children at a certain age and to do X, Y, and Z. But like, if you, in my opinion, just knowing only what you've typed in that email, If you go ahead and get married to this person, you are going to be very unfulfilled. And then you're going to resent this motherfucker. And then it's going to be this whole thing. I was in a relationship. I'll be super transparent with you guys. I was in a relationship where um, it just, it was like loved each other, but weren't in love. Okay. And it takes a lot of fucking strength and... I don't know the other word besides strength, to leave someone that you love, but you're not in love with, okay? Because you're going to feel terrible. You're gonna feel bad. Like you feel guilty. You almost feel like, well, who the fuck do I think I am? Like this guy was amazing and he's so nice and blah, blah, blah. But it's not it. Like do not settle for less than you know that you deserve. And if you don't know that you deserve it, Let's go get a fucking drink because I promise you, you deserve a love that is the highest of high. And that makes you feel a hundred percent as often as you can, right? Again, not going to be all sunshine and rainbows, but if you're saying like there was a little bit of, you know, that honeymoon, whatever feeling in the beginning, that's great, but you deserve way more than what you have in my opinion. And actually just want to touch on this too, because I had a couple other emails, um, that said that were similar situations. Some of them were, Hey, I'm not in love with my boyfriend anymore. I just feel so guilty. I can't figure out if it's me, you know, like I, I feel bad thinking that I want more. Okay. Who is the most important person 
in your life, you, how you treat yourself, how you view yourself, the words that you just choose to describe yourself literally stems into every single relationship that you have, okay? At the end of the day, the most important person is yourself. So if you aren't in love with someone anymore, you are actually doing them a huge motherfucking disservice by staying with them. If you think and know in your gut that you deserve or want more, that does not make you a bad person. It also doesn't make that other person bad. It just means that they're not your fucking person. And that is okay. Get out. Stop settling. Like we do so many shitty things in our life, right? Like you have to blah, blah, like stop being in mediocre relationships. Like it's not good for the other person and it sure as shit isn't good for you. So if you, you tell yourself every single day that you are not worthy of a love greater than the one that you have, how the fuck are you ever supposed to feel confident, right? Like how are you ever supposed to, to, to do other things in life that require a lot of confidence if you stay in a relationship, again, a relationship with someone who you spend every single day with and, and like is your person, if that is not what you want, you're not gonna get what you want out of other things in life, my opinion. Okay, um, all right, so this one is titled Warning Long Read, which it isn't, but... Um, okay. Hi, Gretchen. First off, I just want to say you're an absolute queen. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I also apologize for how long this is about to be. First step. Ew. Isn't that fucking Rachel Hollis's book? Girl, stop apologizing. Rachel Hollis sucks ass. Um, but also stop apologizing. There's no need to. Uh, I am a new follower to both your Instagram and podcast and wish that I joined you sooner. Same, but I'm also a firm believer in timing is everything. Amen. So maybe I'm hearing everything at exactly the right moment that I'm meant to hear it. Anywho, I worked a little backwards in the podcast series and started with the most recent episode, Pointless and Uninteresting, both of which are untrue, thank you, and really resonate, resonated with it from the standpoint of feeling like I've lost my purpose. Long story short-ish, I entered the nursing profession right as COVID hit the world and lasted as an RN for a total of 15 months. I was so, so excited to begin what I thought was my dream job as a NICU nurse. Thank you for your service. And in the beginning, it truly felt like a dream. I loved it, but I burn out so quickly and I have yet to determine how much COVID mental health played into it or if I just simply chose the wrong profession. I had just reached the point of an emotional breakdown before and after each shift and felt it was a disservice to both my patients and to me. I am fortunate enough to be with someone who recognized the toll it was taking on me and offered his full support to let me walk away last year. Holy fuck, lucky as shit, that's awesome. Fast forward eight months later to today, and I am struggling more than ever. I have days where I go on job hunts as a local RN because I feel I have some duty to complete or owe my service to the world, especially during a pandemic, because of all the time, money, and most importantly, the tears shed on nursing school, and I really don't want my license to go to waste. But at the same time, I don't want to settle and just take another nursing job because I feel like I failed the first time. You did not fail. So in saying all of this, I guess my question is how do I push past and ignore the moral obligations my head is throwing 
at me to follow my heart and rediscover what my passion truly is. I really feel some days that I've fallen into some sort of depression because I'm only 26 years old and I have so much time left to figure out what I love to do. Why is this making me emotional? But just can't seem to find it. Sorry again for the length of this. Stop saying sorry. I realize I probably need a therapist, maybe. And you probably don't have all the answers. I don't. But if anything, it helped me to finally get these thoughts into words that have completely consumed my brain. So thank you. Okay. Um... I totally get what you're saying. Um, I'm not a nurse, obviously. Um, I have a lot of friends who are in that um, field. My dad is a paramedic EMT. So I, and I'm just saying that because I get the fucking emotional toll that this pandemic has put on people, right? And that is um, unfortunate that this has happened. However, when I break this down, and again, I wish I was having this conversation face to face. I'm just going to assume here, but assume that you went into nursing for some reason, right? Because you said in the beginning that you loved it. So what I would be doing if I were in your shoes is think, why do I love it? Like what parts of this job, this profession do I love? If that's you know, kind of the path you want to take. Like, I don't know a lot about the nursing profession, right? But do you love the patients? Like, do you love that? Do you love solving problems? Do you love the medical field? Do you love medicine? Like, is there something that you could kind of hone in on and thought, okay, this is what I love about it. I love the one-on-one patients. So maybe you can go into something that's like more, I don't fucking know, um, like not working in a NICU that would kill my mental health. I can tell you that, but you know what I mean? Like, is there something where you could gravitate more to what you do love about the profession and realize that maybe it's because of the crazy COVID pandemic that, you know, it was kind of like, wow, like just so, so, so insane. So it's not maybe that you hate nursing or that you hate the profession. It's that it was unfortunately just in the world that we're in. Um, Or is this something where you really need to just like totally like shift and do something completely different? I hate that you, you know, said, I guess my question is how do I push past and ignore the moral obligation in my head to follow through? Like you don't have any sort of obligation, especially something that affects your mental health like this to anyone or anything or any license or whatever. I know this is literally zero comparison. So please don't think that. But when I, um, uh, started working at ADP, which is a payroll company, I spent literally nine months getting my SIE license, my series six, series seven, I don't even series 63, whatever the fuck they were called. Like it took nine months of studying, taking these stupid tests. And then literally eight months later, I quit. And I never thought like, oh, but I have all these licenses. I spent the money doing that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this job affects my mental health um, and I fucking hate it. So, and I never looked back. And it's not like I looked into getting something that, um, you know, I could use those licenses for. Again, I know nursing is so different. That's school, that's so much money. It's so much more intense, Um, but that's just how I'm, kind of comparing it. Ooh, it's 11-11, everyone make a wish. Sorry. Um, I want you, and I'm, I'm sure that you do, but to show 
and feel so much gratitude for the fact that you are one, only 26. I don't care if you were only 46, right? Like, but you have so much, uh, see this as an opportunity and also so much gratitude for the fact that you're with someone, I don't know if it's your husband, whatever, who allowed you and you were able to just walk away because that is incredible, right? And, and protecting your mental health, like that is just awesome. There are so many people. And again, I know that you know this and not saying that you don't feel this gratitude, but there are so many people who have mental breakdowns and it's affect their job is affecting their mental health so much and they have literally no choice. They have to put the, they have to work to put food on the, the table for their family that they have to stay in it. So it's almost like, and again, I don't want to be like too pressuring, but it's almost like you owe this to those people who are just in like this terrible mental state of their minds. I don't know if that's correctly how you say it, but so you owe it to them to like, go find what your fucking passion is and go balls to the walls with it, right? Like start today, figure out what that is. Like do some deep soul searching, write down, figure out what you loved about the profession, what you didn't, what are your strengths? What are you really good at? Like, what is your gift? You've got to tap into that. Like if you're in nursing, you have a lot of fucking gifts, right? But like, what is it specifically that you owe to this world? not owe to the world, but that you can give to the world and make it a better place. Hone in on that and go fucking nuts. Guys, have I ever said that like, this is, I'm the luckiest person in the whole fucking world that at 11 AM on a Wednesday, this is what I'm doing. Like, I love you guys. And yeah, I just hope you know that. Anyway, okay, next one. This is a short one. The title is Can't Get Over My Ex. (laughs) Gee, need help. Long story short, I was with my boyfriend for nine months, thought he was the one, and then out of the blue, says he doesn't see a future with me. It's been another nine months, all caps, and I still can't get over it. Haven't dated anyone. Please help me. Okay, um, one. You need to switch your energy from trying to figure out why someone did what they did to focusing on yourself. And I know that's a lot easier said than done, but if you have spent nine months of your motherfucking life trying to like read the mind of someone else, that is a waste of time and a waste of love and a waste of talent and a waste of the perfect person who you are, right? So one, if someone dumps me out of the blue because they don't see a future with me, like switch your mindset to be like, fuck, thanks, dude. Like you don't see a future with me. Okay. Like that's fine. Um, and again, I think that's a lot easier said than done, but it's like, thank God that you didn't one say that after like three years. Thank God you didn't say that after, you know, we spent 20 grand. I don't know how much you spent on weddings, a lot of money on weddings and you have five kids. Like, I'm glad that you said that now it sucks. It stings. Right. But what do we always say? Rejection is redirection. Like you are going to look back and say, thank you universe for moving this person out of my way because now I have this perfect angel king in my life. And that wouldn't have happened if this motherfucker didn't dump me. But you are spending so much time and energy focusing on why this happened. You're probably stalking his Instagram. You're probably making fake accounts to stalk his Instagram. Like stop, 
there's no point. You can't read his mind. Like, I think people who dump people out of the blue are a little rude, a little cowardly, maybe. But also, like, okay. I mean, he'd be doing you a disservice if he kept dating you, to be completely honest. Um, But you need to focus on things that you can control and that you can even, like, have an answer to. You're never going to get an answer from this guy or maybe ring him up, call him and be like, Hey, why did you dump me nine months ago? Because I haven't stopped thinking about it. Just kidding. Don't say that last part. But if you want to have, if you want to ask, sure, go ahead and ask. I don't know any of the details here, but I really highly suggest like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like if it, it who, who cares? Like he just didn't see a future with you. doesn't mean you're a bad person. doesn't mean that someone else isn't going to see a future with you, but he's not your person. So like, good. Bye. But no one else is going to have the opportunity to see if they see a future with you if you just stay in your apartment and eat Ben and Jerry's, sounds delicious, uh, for the last nine months because you can't stop thinking about it, right? Um, You're probably thinking about like every good thing that happened and how great he was, but at the end of the day, he's not your person, so he's not that great. Like if you truly believed that you deserved better than that, you would get over it, but you don't. And you're just playing scenarios and blaming yourself probably over and over again. So focus on loving yourself, get out and uh, love your life without him because he ain't it. You are, but he is not. So let's go. Okay, the next one um, is about trolls on the internet. How do you deal with hate online? Um, I won't read the whole thing, but it's just, how do you deal with trolls in your DMs? Um, I've said this before, but I'm very lucky that I really don't get a lot of hate or trolls or anything. I do have one. (laughs) Let me tell you a story in a second. Um, here is my thought process. And I actually heard this from, um, what is her name? Um, Her name's Kelly and her Instagram is like makeup by Kel. Maybe she's incredible. She's so beautiful. She's like a, she's, you know, has blown up on Instagram. She's done so many famous people's makeup. Like she is so amazing. I really love her. Um, it's makeup by Kel. I think something like that. Anyway, she said this analogy that I've said before on this podcast, but I finally figured out that it was her, um, that having um, an Instagram platform is like opening your front door and allowing everyone in, right? So she was just like, it's so fucking, she didn't say fucking because she's so polite, but it's so wild to me how people just like walk in your front door and are like, you know what? I don't like the color um, of your furniture. It really offends me. And the person who owns the house is supposed to be like, oh, like it's supposed to feel bad. Like, Hey motherfucker, like you're in my house. Like that's fine. Like I didn't ask you to come here. You literally just walked in and decided to tell me something that you don't like. Like that is wild. So for anyone who deals with this kind of shit, do not underuse the block option. Okay. It is a great feature that Instagram gives to us. Use it. Okay. And they now have the feature where it's like block so-and-so and all other accounts that they create, because you know, there's the crazy motherfuckers who need to tell you all of their opinions and they're going to make another account if you block them. 
So just block them. Do not deal with it. But if you do have a platform, a, a very public platform, not that you need to accept it, but you need to be prepared for it, that it is going to happen. There are crazy people in the world who think that they should give you unsolicited advice or tell you how you should decorate your home, for example. So I had this girl, okay? And sometimes I'll admit, um, it gets when you send so many messages that I haven't responded to next to your name, it says like nine plus messages. And I'm, I, I look for those cause I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't responded to this person in so long. So I clicked on this girl and she had sent me nine plus messages, okay? So I'm going through and I'm like, hey, so sorry for the delay. This is where this shirt is from. This is this, this is this. And I'm scrolling up, okay? So she had responded over months to my <laughs> stories. And I scrolled up and I don't know if you guys remember this. This was like last summer. Um, I had said, posted something like, thank goodness I don't have children during this pandemic because I would be one of these mothers at the PTA board meeting, like saying, don't make any decisions to like mask my two-year-old daughter. Anyway, I no longer talk about that kind of stuff because of multiple reasons, including Insta, whatever, we're not going to get into it. Okay. So she had responded to that message being like, yeah, why don't you just stick to skincare? Um, I'm unfollowing you because this is just a blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so I screenshotted it after I had taken the time to respond to her messages and uh, screenshot. And I was like, wait, this is fucking rude. She's like, yeah. And that's just why I'm not going to follow you because until you have a medical degree, don't speak of anything about COVID. And I was just like, excuse me, like, do not tell me what to do with my platform. She's like, okay, well, just letting you know, like, I'm not going to follow you. And I'm like, oh, but you literally watch all of my stories, aka like you go into your, like, you have to search my name every day to watch my stories <laughs> and you like respond and are like, oh my gosh, yeah, love this toner. I use it too. Like what? <laughs> so you're telling me, ma'am, that it would just, you know, be a lot better for you if I could just, you know, not have an opinion on anything in the world, like ever, because, you know, God forbid, God forbid I have an opinion about something. You would just like it to, you know, me to just put on a, put on a mask, not a literal mask, like a mask and just be like, yeah, everything's great. Here's some skincare. Here's some Tula. Like, fuck yourself, to be completely honest, respectfully, lick my balls, huh? Anyway, um, so yeah, if you receive hate or someone is, even if someone says something, like everybody has a choice here. Just because, like, I don't need, like, uh, it's okay if you don't want to follow me. And it's okay if I want to block you. Like, this is not, like, there's no rules here, right? Like, you need to picture your platform, if, if you choose to have a, a platform or even not, it doesn't matter, but like no one deserves mean, either unsolicited advice, being told what to do, uh, saying that, you know, what you said, blah. It's like, I, you do not have to do anything. You do not have to follow someone. You do not have to listen to what they say. You do not have to agree with them. Like the whole political thing, like my dad has almost opposite opinions about me when it comes to politics. And he's the most loved person in my life. Like we cannot agree on things and still 
be friends, okay? Like a lot of my friends, I disagree with and they disagree with me and that is okay. But you don't need to come and say, well, meh, because of this, blah, blah, like that doesn't need to happen. You, you just, that's okay if what I am saying you do not agree with. And it's okay if what you say, I don't agree with. But I also don't, like, no one has to sit here and have people just knocking on their front door saying, hey, just so you know, I'm not coming into your house, aka I'm unfollowing you. Like, yeah, it's like, that's great. Just just don't come in. Like, it doesn't offend me. It, it doesn't, you know what I mean? It's just, it's mind blowing that people like feel the need to come into a stranger's home, AKA their DMS and like blast them for things. So if you are the kind of person who or not the kind of person, if you are getting those kind of messages, just don't even, you don't even need to respond. You, you just block them. Like, I feel like everyone thinks blocking someone is like, raw, like so mean and so final. It's like, it's okay. You've got to protect yourself. Like if, if you're going to put yourself out there, there's going to be a lot of people who have a lot of different opinions. You do not have to listen to them. You do not have to allow them to come and say that. It doesn't make you mean. It means that you're protecting yourself because again, who's the most important person in your life? You. Okay. Sorry. Just hit pause. Cause I was finding Kelly's Instagram. Her Instagram is makeup X K A. Her name is Kelly Ann. Um, you guys will love her. She is stunning, so real, never uses filters, um, and like very just honest and clearly so talented. Like I'm looking at her Instagram right now. She did like Courtney Shields makeup. She does people that go on E. I don't really know anything about pop culture, but I'm pretty sure that this is the Bachelor uh, Hannah Brown girl. Um, and yeah, she's just <clears throat> very cool. So, all right, we're going to do one more. We're gonna end on, it's like a positive, exciting, giddy sort of thing. She, uh, I'm just gonna paraphrase it, but pretty much she's saying, how do you know if someone is too good to be true? Think I'm at the man of my dreams. I'm just so scared, but I'm so excited, Gretch. I feel like this was you and your current boyfriend. Ow, Moose, can you not? Um, okay, so first of all, yay, this is so exciting. Um, when you feel that feeling, it's like the best thing. I literally just sat up straighter, like thinking about, <laughs> hi, babe, I know you're listening. Thanks for the support. Um, but like when you first meet your person, it is literally the most magical feeling, like so giddy. However, you need to like pr protect yourself, have your guard up a little bit. Don't be like standoffish, right? But have your guard up. Don't miss red flags because you're too busy like getting giddy because someone bought you flowers for the first time. Like you need to pay attention, okay? And actions speak louder than words, okay? So um, have you guys ever heard the term love bombing? Like it's a very narcissistic thing to do. People do it when they're very bored or like just want to get their dick wet. But it's when someone like, all the, like right off the bat, it's like, I love you. I'm obsessed with you. Um, make out, make out. Yeah, let's go do this. Let's do this. But then they like, don't do anything. That's just love bombing. It's someone who's trying. And a lot of times it's like when someone tries to isolate you from other people, like talk shit about your friends or um, it's like, no, like don't, you know what I mean? It's just love bombing. You can like Google it. There's a lot of blogs on it and stuff. It's a narcissistic trait, honestly. It's like, that's a lot of times what happens when like 
you're hot and heavy, hot and heavy, and then all of a sudden you like break up. That's love bombing and someone who just most likely just wants to get their dick wet as much as they can. But anyway, this is exciting um, to think about. Like if he is the man of your dreams, you think he is, right? Like let's have, like why? Is it because you're like falling in love with his potential or does he make you feel like Troy has never let me go a day of my life, uh, sorry, of our relationship where I don't feel like the most respected, admired, loved person in the entire world. And I know that I haven't really gotten into our relationship a lot and I haven't like spilled everything, but I truly feel like a queen. And I feel like that he, every time that, you know, in the beginning of our relationship, like he would leave my house or he would drop me off or something. And I literally felt so good. I felt like, like the best human being he made me, he just, there's like, it's, it's very undescribable, but it's like a, a feeling of, um, I like don't even know how to describe it, right? Like, you know, like the whole missing puzzle piece thing. Like I get that, but to be completely honest, him and I talk about this a lot. Like we were both so secure with ourselves, happy with our lives, like not desperately looking for someone to like make us complete. But it's it's like, I feel like, and my friends always say this too. Like he is literally me in man form, right? Like we are so similar. Anyway, I'm just not going to get into like just gushing about him. <laughs> I could all day though, but um, just be very aware of actions, right? Like someone can say something all day long. They can give you all these compliments, right? And if you've been single for a while, maybe you're just like, oh, well, I haven't heard this in so long. Like this feels so good. Yes. But let's just like keep our eyes peeled um, and, and just pay attention to to the feelings that you feel and your gut, because your gut is what? A guardian angel. Gut feelings are guardian angels. Make sure that he meets your friends, right? What do his friends say? Like every single person, first of all, my friends introduced me to him, but my friends immediately are like, oh my God, yes, 100%, 100%. And trust me, my friends, when they met my ex, my best friend Brandy was like, fuck no, absolutely not. And I was like, no, like it's fine, blah, blah, blah. She's like, Gretch? And then what happened? Like literally two days later. So just, you know, make sure that you're you're asking other people's opinions because that is important to some amount um, on what they think and what they see because they're not in love with the person or they're not infatuated or in lust or whatever with the person. They're gonna see things that you don't see. Trust your gut when you go to bed at night and you lay your head on the pillow. Do you have any second guesses? Are you like, eh, like this was kind of weird, but blah, blah, blah. Do not make excuses. Life is way too short to be making fucking excuses for people in your life, okay? But that's so exciting. I'm so happy for you. Like it's the best feeling in the world. And it literally can, your life can change like that. Meeting one person, having one conversation, listening to one podcast, not this one. That's not what I'm saying. But you know what I mean? Like your life can change instantly. If, this is my belief, the universe is saying, all right, is this bitch ready? Is she ready? Is she ready? 
Does she love herself? Does she feel worthy? Is she desperate or not? Does she love the people in her life? Does she show so much love to other people that it's just going to come back tenfold, right? Like I talked about this, I think last episode of the episode before, being happy for other people. The universe is waiting to see how you react to certain things. Are you being a good fucking person? Are you being a dick? Like the universe is going to reward or not reward you in certain ways, depending on how you treat other people and how you fucking treat yourself. You are the most important person in your life. Make sure that you show yourself so much love, so much appreciation, so much respect. Self-confidence comes from proving to yourself time and time again that you are going to do what you say you're going to do, okay? So make yourself proud. I love you guys. If you're new here, hello. Not sure how you listened to that hour of me blabbering. Uh, GB Clark on Instagram, GB Clark underscore backup account. Um, Have a private Facebook group. It's for gals only. That's in the bio of my uh, GB Clark profile. I'm also going to be a TikTok star, which I'm super excited about. Not really, but I did get 12 and a half thousand views on one of my, uh, one of my TikTok videos. So anyway, I'll see you guys next week. I love you so, so much. Bye.